welcome to uh, the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast, week number nine. Uh, I don't know what episode number it is. So we've we've done a few specials. It's the uh, week week nine episode. It's the week nine episode. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, so that's where we're at. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Carter, and I am your other host, Dylan, a man of many talents. Yes, today, but. Mostly, they're all hidden. So many hats so. that you keep in your back pocket. Yes, I need to get bigger pockets sewn on my pants. Yep, yep. Now, you are you are a tire I, changing extraordinaire. Yes, a uh, <laughs> McDonald's grabbing. Yep, yep. Badass. Yep. So. <laughs> you are a DoorDash connoisseur. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see what else. You can traipse through the snow. Several yep. miles, both ways, uphill. Let's see. Yeah, you name it. You name it. You can do it. You are a tradesman, a skilled tradesman. Uh, I am needed. I guess I'm a man uh, that is needed when he is needed, and I, and I'm there. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I'm the man. I'm the man who is there. The man with the plan. Or, yes. Um. How are you doing this week, sir? <laughs> uh, I'm not needed. Uh, <laughs> very rarely am I truly needed. Um, oh, I need you for this well, podcast. Well, hey, it's, yeah. I tell you. Because we both know how that works out when I try to do one by myself. <laughs> it doesn't happen. That's what I'm getting at. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, I actually don't know because I never got to, I didn't get to find those lost tapes. Yeah, they, they're going to remain lost. Oh, the vault. Yeah. Into the Disney vault they go. Yep. Uh, these are never going to be released. Do you think there really is a Disney vault? Like You know how they always said that? Like, oh, we're only releasing this, you know, once in, in the last 30 years. And then if you don't buy it this time, it goes back into the Disney vault. Do you think that's a real thing? I don't think it's a real thing. It's probably like a jump drive or something. They have them all saved. <laughs> it's on. a floppy disk. Yeah, it's on a floppy disk. <laughs> it's that save <laughs> yeah. icon. <laughs> yes, all all the all your classic Disney movies are in a save icon <laughs> on a 1988 Apple Macintosh computer. There you go. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So that's the yep. vault. It mm-hmm. might as well be a vault. Because good luck opening might that. Might as well be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to find anybody still alive that can probably open that vault again. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say Steve Jobs, but I forgot you said still alive. No, Steve Jobs is dead. Right. That's why yeah. I didn't say his name. Oh, okay. I thought you said... Uh, that he's still alive? Reference, yeah, that you're referencing he's still alive. Unless he is. is it, he's living is this di- in Cuba with Tupac. <laughs> Is this the Dick Clark thing? No. Like, coming back again. <laughs> kind Steve of. Jobs is living in Cuba with Tupac and Dick Clark. <laughs> and every year they do their own little like New Year's Rock and Eve. Hosted, of course, by Steve Jobs. Oh, see what I did there? Curveball. Um, so, yeah, uh, before we get into the wrestling, did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course, I know you watched the Super Bowl. I watched... You are you're a big sports I'm a sports and fishy, I'm a sports aficionado. Yeah, one of those mm-hmm. one of those nottos. I see your tweets. <laughs> one of those nottos of the sports. <laughs> I see your sporty tr- tweets. <laughs> like sporting around on tweet on Twitter. <laughs> they call me Sporty Spice. Sporty tweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched most of it. Um, I didn't really have a horse in the race. Um, although I don't really have horses. In no, uh, but in in the NFL, uh, you know, oddly enough, of the teams that I did root for, both of which were horses, the Colts and the Broncos. Um, but now I'm like, eh, you just whatever. But anyway, I was pulling for the Chiefs, and I turned it off uh, in the fourth quarter after Patrick Mahomes' second interception, which, of course, um, shortly thereafter. He led a miraculous comeback, scoring 21 unanswered points to win the Super Bowl. So there you go. Are you uh Are you on the Chiefs bandwagon now? No, no. no? I, uh, your uh, your ankles aren't broken for 
all the bandwagons that you keep jumping on? No, definitely not. No, I, I just, um, I was, I was pulling for the Chiefs only because uh, I liked Patrick Mahomes in college. I liked watching him when he was at Texas Tech, and I just like, um, you know, the new style of quarterback that seems to be prevalent in the NFL nowadays, rather than that traditional pocket passer. So that's what I was pulling for. Gotcha. Well, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Well, so. you don't need to now. I don't need to. <laughs> I basically recap. got the whole rundown of the entire game. Um, do you have a beer while you were watching the uh, Super Bowl? Did you get a little drink some beer skis? I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. A so, few of them. <laughs> so I was thinking about this earlier today. Okay. Um. Before we get into some wrestling, mead, this kind of this drinking beer. For well, the Super Bowl. It started out with the with you me thinking about you drinking beer for the Super Bowl. Sure. And then it kind of transitioned into like a different thought. So, mm-hmm. um, do you remember the last time you got like really really drunk? I mean, yes. Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Okay, I'm going to add another layer to this uh, cake that we're baking right here. Yeah. Um, so, Short skirt, long jacket. Yes. So envision that in your head, that scene, that last time when you were really drunk. Sure. If you could pick a wrestler's entrance music to go with that night that you were drunk which entrance song would you pick? So, okay, that's easy. Um, I don't even have to think okay. about that because pretty much, like, literally every time I get really drunk, all I can think of is Johnny Dynamo's theme music. <laughs> Rock and roll fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about real, like, professional wrestling. Johnny Dynamo, daddy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> His heart's gonna be shattered that you just said that. I hope. I hope it is. I hope he it is. is real. He's real because I believe in him. Oh, he's real. It was also real dumb calling out the name of your, calling out your finisher before you do it too. <laughs> <laughs> and who names their finisher Mega Man's Revenge? Johnny Dynamo. It has nothing to do with this character. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to, but then again, it kind of does, right? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. If I can't use Johnny Dynamo, um, um, I don't know. I mean, what do you have one in mind? Well, I, honestly, I can't even remember the last time I got really drunk. Okay, so you didn't even get to step two. It's- no, I'm still on step one. I'm still How trying to. How long ago did you come up with this idea? My last... And you still haven't thought of it? It was like yesterday. Oh lord. Yeah, I honestly, I really this can't is remember why the last time I got drunk. You don't have your own solo podcast. <laughs> this is why you can't do one on your own. It would be 24 hours long. Well, I still haven't thought of one. <laughs> like deleting. <laughs> recordings and starting over again and then forgetting what like what i was trying to go with all right just off the top of my head i'm gonna go with the oddities icp i guess it's just i mean it is the icp but i just it is oddities i don't know that's an odd one well that is the idea (laughs) yeah that's an oddity Uh Uh oh god so the last Okay, I'm just going to pick a time where I remember I was really drunk. And if I was going to put a wrestler's music to that night. Mm -hmm. You hmm. can't help but think Johnny Dynamo. Oh, I'm not thinking about Johnny Dynamo at all. Not at all. No. Well... Let's go with the next morning. The next morning, probably go with the un- let's go with the Undertaker's theme. <laughs> the next morning, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, and then okay, I'll I'll take away the oddities and I'll say either Bret Hart or the Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior's theme did pop into my mind. Yeah. Like like when you just start. Yeah. Like, once you get like a couple drinks in you. Yeah. And then like you just go around and start shaking things. Right. Yeah. 
grab a tablecloth and just start shaking it violently. Or when like it hits that that certain part of drunkness hits you where you just want to karaoke for whatever reason, then <laughs> and you that certain part where you actually think you are the ultimate warrior. No, I was gonna say that's when you're thinking <laughs> real American. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You like putting your hand up to your yeah, ear. Oh yeah. <laughs> like while you're on the Everyone's karaoke done stage. It. Literally everyone. I've never done it. Yes, you have. Don't you lie to yourself. No. Not not while doing karaoke. But you've done it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have. Yeah. I think there's a picture of me somewhere doing it. Probably. Yeah, but not during karaoke though. All right. I'm going to pull this bus over and Tell everyone that it's time to sit down and shut up because now we got to talk about. Time to get to some wrestling. Wrestling. Some wrestling. We, uh, believe it or not, this week there was some wrestling. Uh, it wasn't just politics and people ripping up Super speeches Bowls. and Super Bowls. It was actually wrestling. Um, so I am going to take us to our first segment, our best thing of the week, known uh, most notably as the best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be, best things of the week. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Please do. <laughs> bail you out. <laughs> Please do. For two reasons. Give me some time. Number one, I, based on your chaos that you've gone through today, I don't know how prepared you are. And number two... Uh, I kind of wanted to get ahead of it so you didn't derail into some other kind of <laughs> drunken uh, reference or two. Yeah, I didn't start asking you, like, put a theme song to the last time you had, like, pizza. Well, see, now I wish you would have said that to begin with. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so for my best thing, um, I'm actually going to go with... The um, well, first I'll do the honorable mention. Sorry, I'll do an honorable mention, then I'll do the 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 best thing. My my honorable oh, mention, I know. All right, covering all, all right. our bases here. I, I make the rules here. Um, honorable mention was the uh, picture in picture, or I guess screen screen by screen promo between Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor on NXT. Did you happen to see that? No, I did not. Okay, it was a uh, was a really good um, kind of battling or dueling promo. Uh, what I liked about it is, um, you know, Johnny Gargano's talking about the the Finn Balor that he hopes shows up and take over. He's saying, you know, I want the Finn Balor that was the face of NXT. I want the Finn Balor that was the first. Uh, universal champion. I want, you know, this ruthless Finn Balor, whatever. But then he says, the Finn Balor I don't want to show up is the Raw and SmackDown Finn Balor. I don't want, he says, I don't want the Finn Balor that lost to Bobby Lashley 17 weeks in a row. And I thought that was so cool because I like that they kind of like switched it to where Finn Balor's failures on the main roster are his own fault. You know, it was like he took his eye off the prize and became someone he wasn't. I liked that they made it, they painted that picture rather than the truth, which is that Vince is a son of a bitch and just didn't want him to succeed. <laughs> but I, do, I like that they put that spin on it. I don't want the Finn Balor that Vince McMahon booked. <laughs> I want the exactly. Finn Balor that Triple H booked. Uh, but I, I liked that, that they, they painted that picture instead of just kind of... Um, Acting like it never happened, which WWE famously does. So anyway, that's my honorable mention. I don't want to spend too much time on that. But my best thing of the week was the okay. 10 lashes um, that MJF gave Cody on AEW Dynamite. Did you happen to see that? I did see that, okay. yes. I, um, just to make it easier, I think I'm going to go with that as my best of the week also perfect yes we are so, in agreement a unanimous decision so we can have a conversation about this because okay. we both saw it yeah well let me give so. you my reasons why it was the best for me okay so Shoot. when i first heard like oh you know i want to give you 10 lashings on tv i'm like Ugh, i don't want to 
I don't care about that, you know. Oh God. <laughs> well, because like, it's been done, you know. Things like that have been done, you know, like the Vince McMahon kiss my ass club, or you know, I've got to spank you with a belt, or I've got to give you, or even the, <laughs> like stupid things like that have been done. Yeah. And they are always bad television. Like it just it drags on. It's like okay, uh, you know, it just for whatever reason it just doesn't deliver the way that they. Th- so apparently think it's they, going to they hope that, that it's going to right and just but this one they kept it fresh like any kind of lull that there would be for you know cody to uh you know kind of <laughs> grit his teeth and 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 let the pain subside they it wasn't uh it wasn't dull television you know anytime that happened dustin came out you know and said hey hey i'll take the rest of the lashes you know, no, sorry, it doesn't work like that. Anytime there's a, you know, then mm-hmm. the Young Bucks come out. Hey, hey, you know, Cody, you doing okay? Um, Arn Anderson comes out. And that was the, yeah, that was the theme that they were going with, too. You know, just all all having to do with, you know, building it up and trying to bring it to that emotional apex Absolutely. that they wanted to bring it to. Absolutely. Yeah. And then... My favorite part, and, and, and I'm getting to a point here, but he, um, you know, after the ninth lashing, he's down on the mat and he reaches his hand up on the bottom rope just to kind of like, you know, his body's broken and, and completely destroyed, but his spirit is still alive and is still fighting. Mm-hmm. But the hand that he reaches for that bottom rope is his left hand with his wedding ring so prominently shown. And if you remember back to when all of this first went down, he was saying, I don't have any friends here anymore. You know, the Young Bucks have their, the, the elite, uh, Kenny and the Young Bucks, they have their own thing going on. He's like, my wife has her own thing going on, you know, and that was why he teamed with Darby Allen or whatever. But so you call back to all of that and then all of this happens to bring everybody back to his side. And I thought it was such a, a symbolic um, segment, and I thought it was just really well done. And then obviously Brandy comes mm-hmm. out and she says, "Hey, you know, you got one more. I, yeah, I love you. Whatever." And then, boom, that's the end. Yeah. Oh, it just it just grips at you, man. Like <laughs> it tugs yeah. at your heartstrings, like so much. And that's, you know, if they if they wanted to achieve like an emotional arc with that, totally. oh god, they did. <laughs> they did big time, big time with that. Um, how good was MJF? Oh man, during he's this whole been thing too? he's been great over these last several weeks. I mean, you can, you, oh, he has been. But I'm talking about like in this segment, in the, in the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he was perfect. He segment. didn't. He yeah. wasn't overwhelming. Like you know, he didn't overwhelm the segment. He just fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know for some reason. I was thinking that he was going to sit there and do like consecutive yeah. lashes to him, but that didn't happen. Like, uh, he, mm-hmm. he took his time and he knew what he was doing yep. when he was taking his time to just letting, letting everything build up and build up and build up. So, you know, the fans can properly react and they can feel the emotion, the emotion coming off of that oh, segment yeah. it was yeah it was awesome. and i mean I more it. than anything yeah. i'm just i'm so um I, I think it's so great to see aew do so much with so little in the, what i mean by that is something just like 10 lashings on tv they can really stretch that out and, and really tell a story with that and focus on a lot of symbolism and and you know emotional tie-ins and things like that they really take advantage of the moments that they have. I was, re- <laughs> I mentioned this to you, uh, whatever it was yesterday or whatnot, but I was really hoping that Dave LaGreca <laughs> would come out and be a part of that. Uh... Unless, unless he was the guy that what chased after MJF. <laughs> what at the very end of the show? Yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> random fan. That, yeah. That's it's yeah, it's Dave LaGreca. Did you listen to that? No. Oh, you need to go listen to it. It's it's cool. Nice. It's cool. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, segment, big thumbs up. Big thumbs up way up high. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, shoot, there was something else I was going to say about it, but I don't. Oh, okay. Where do you think they're going with this? Like, obviously the end game is he has a match with them. Cody and MJF. Right, yeah. At yeah. Evol- uh, yeah, Revolution. Mm-hmm. Is that it? They're just... That's a tough one to predict because it seems like already they've put so much into the storyline. Mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, with all the angles that they're doing in the storyline, there's already so much weight to it. It kind of does make you question, like, okay, well, what's going to happen, like, after they have their match? You know, are they going to continue right. feuding or is that going to be right. the end of it? And that's, yeah, that's my point. Like, I love that they that Cody can't hit him, you know? I mean, hey, back when we were in the backyard, (laughs) you and Nick were feuding, (laughs) and we kept you guys apart. We were, yeah, we were the the Cody and MJF of backyard wrestling. We kept you guys apart for like three (laughs) events, which, and there was only five of us. (laughs) That is a modern day miracle. Of booking, <laughs> Vince McMahon, you know, he's oh, probably, yeah. If he had those, he, he'd be taking notes. Like, you know, oh god, this is how it's so, done. But my know? point is, obviously, I know you appreciate that because you know, there there is something to be said about you know the the, the build up, the build up, the story of of you know when I get my hands on you type of thing. And um, but again, all of that is going to go away when that match happens. So. What does MJF win? But he, but like after all of this, he can't win. And if Cody wins, then what? Does MJF just continue to antagonize him? Because that would be kind of boring. Yeah. Or is it over? I don't know. My thought is what if it's all just a, a big game, you know, and Cody is going to turn and Cody is going to be, you know, quote unquote, the, the heelish authority figure on AEW. I really hope they don't do an authority. Well, figure I mean, he'll be primarily a, a, a wrestler, but he'll also, you know, factor in yeah. the authority figure thing. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, probably not, I guess, since that's what they're all trying to escape. But I hope they're, I hope that they are, I hope they're, so self-aware that they realize they don't necessarily need like an authority type figure every week on their show. I mean, Mm -hmm. to this point, it's just overplayed. Like that whole type of character is just overplayed. We've seen it so many times. Nobody, I don't think anybody wants to see that type of persona on TV anymore. And plus they've already done like a pretty good job without having that, you know, that yeah. type of character no, you're right. on their show. Okay, so everything. scrap the authority figure. Does he just turn heel? And if so... What is his reasoning for turning heel? Though? Right. Why would he? After everything that he's been through and, like, everything they've done to build him up as, like, this face of the company, like, the ultimate, the ultimate good guy, what is going to be his motivation for you know, turning his back on all of that. Unless it's a um, a Raven and Dreamer thing where, you know, only, it, it, not to this extent, but just in the reason I bring up Raven and Dreamer because, you know, Raven came to Dreamer because only Raven could beat on Dreamer. You know, nobody else could. <laughs> you know, that yeah. was their, their connection. With, with mm-hmm. Cody and MJF, could it be something similar to that? Possibly. What if? What if somehow MJF gets a shot at the world title, right? Wins it, becomes world champion, and then that's that could possibly be another reason for Cody and MJF to continue their feud, right? But possibly, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm just 
talking off the top of my head, but I mean, yeah, no, I'm just something along those lines. I could see that would be a reason to extend the feud. Yeah, I just, I guess, after I saw those ten, that ten lashes, that's what I started thinking about. Is like, okay, they're really putting a lot into Cody wanting this match, but once the match happens, then what? I don't know. That's that's the question. That is the question. Well, and that's and why you got people like you and me to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. The experts. <laughs> that's so. us. Yep. Um, but he's got, uh, is it next week that he has a cage match against Wardlow? Yep, yep. next week in okay, ATL. Cool. cool. Adel. Yep. Good old Adel. At, which is headquartered, Adel, headquarters for Twiddle. Soon to be. Uh, the building's under construction right now. Nice. Yes. In so. beautiful downtown Adel. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, well, the, okay, so you agreed with me on my best. Do you have an honorable mention, at least? Honorable mention? Probably. Uh, maybe Velveteen Dream mm. coming back mm-hmm. on NXT. Okay. I mean, that was nice to see. Yeah. So, I mean, we were talking about him possibly being in the Rumble match, but I think I think this is a lot cooler. Yeah. The way they brought him back. You know, now he's going to be feuding with Roddy, and yeah. Yep. Okay, that's a good one. Um, do you think... I do think. ...that Undisputed Era is getting called up? Oh, man, I hope not. I mean, I mean, Champa versus Cole in NXT uh-huh. TakeOver. The Broserweights versus Bobby Fish uh, and Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. I mean... And then Dream versus Roddy. Well, uh, but, but, but Roddy already doesn't have a belt. You know, he dropped the, the North American title to, to Keith well, Lee. Well, Roddy was the one who put Dream out of action. Well, true. No, I, I, yeah, and yeah. I agree with that, but... My thought was, <clears throat> Cole's had the, the belt for, I don't know, ever. I mean, I guess he lost it and he won it back, though, right? <sighs> oh, no. No, 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 no. That was no, North American No, title. he didn't. Yeah, because he originally beat Gargano for right. it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever that was. Yeah, it's been a while. So, I think Champa's gonna going to win. Um, I think um, the Broserweights are going to win. And then, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Undisputed Era versus the OC at WrestleMania. Depending on AJ Styles, what his situation Well, like. his situation was... As far as his injury goes. Oh, is he injured? Yeah, he is injured. It's some sort of shoulder uh, injury. I think it happened in the rumble match or on raw the next night. I did not realize that. So, yeah, but um so I think it's kind of I think it's a little bit up in the air for WrestleMania, although I've heard I've read something where he said he's going to be able to go for WrestleMania, but that hasn't necessarily been officially confirmed yet, so um I'm taking it as like up in the air. Got at it. This point. Yeah. yeah, I just I figured the OC don't have anything going on, and uh, AJ, his last feud was with Randy Orton, and obviously Orton has moved on to Edge, so that frees him up. So I just, the stars kind of aligned, and, you know, Vince, his WrestleMania cards are, you know, they try to be as as much of a buffet as they can be. You've got the, the, the big name attractions, you know, to bring in eyes that otherwise wouldn't watch wrestling. And then you've got, you know, the, the true hardcore, um, you know, marks that are going to tune in. And there's reasons for uh, them, too. Pe- yeah, people like and, us. Absolutely. Like Nakamura versus yeah. AJ, you just know, three in, years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. Line right up to that buffet, just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Two plates. Yep. <laughs> I need more than two plates. Um. Okay. So... We get our uh, best out of the week. Yeah, I think we did. We got that out of the way. Cool. Um, I'm going to go back to you 
to start this off for the worst of the week. The he's going to puke worst the thing he's going to puke worst thing of the week. Huh? Oh my god, he's, he's going to he's going to he's going to he's coming at puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to he's going to puke. Okay, so this one was um this one was difficult, uh which I always like. I like that it's hard to find bad things in wrestling. Um, I think there's been there's been weeks where it's hard to find a best thing, uh, but no, not not lately. I think uh, 2020 is off to a great start. Um, so this is a bit of a reach, but if I have to pick something, I'm going to pick this, um, and that is Alistair Black back in no man's land. Back on waiting for people to knock on his door. Basically, yeah. I mean, he has yeah. a singles match with Eric Young. And then cuts a promo afterwards and says, I'm coming for whoever's next, basically. That's like, mm -hmm. we're doing this again? How is it that he got the better of Buddy Murphy in a best of 10 series? <laughs> and Buddy <laughs> Murphy moves on to a new program like the same day. And Alistair. So Buddy Murphy, yeah. Buddy Murphy loses all those matches and then. He gets rewarded by being put with Seth Rollins and the Authors of Pain, and, and given a and given a title, <laughs> and give yeah, given yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it, huh? you know, and I guess that was Seth Rollins' idea, um, which is cool. But Black should have got something out of that, and they have nothing mm -hmm. for him. I mean, I don't. He got to beat Buddy Murphy like five right. times. I don't get why they think that that storylines have to be linear and that none of them can actually cross over that just that gets kind of annoying after a while like in theory you all change you all share the same locker room <laughs> you all share the same hallway you i mean at any point anything could happen you know in in the real world you know, to cause friction or whatever. I mean, shoot, in professional sports, people on the same team have friction just based on those elements. Oh, we travel together. Right. We have the same you know, locker room. Uh, you slept in my bunk. <laughs> right. You know, uh, I have a nicer car than you. What I mean, I'm not saying these are, you know, bases for <laughs> These lines. are million-dollar ideas. No, that's not what I'm know? getting at. I'm Vince, are you listening? <laughs> Change the channel. Tony? Tony? <laughs> Again, um, this kid won't stop. Um, no, but I—it I, just there's no reason why you couldn't have involved somebody else in all of that time between, you know, the matches of Black and Murphy. So instead, they just decide, okay, well that's enough, and Murphy's now tag champ. And Black's just well. Mm -hmm. well I've you. Hey, I've shown you before. Sorry, I thought. Yeah, sorry, I thought I heard somebody knock, you on, knock door. on this door. Sorry. I'm gonna roundhouse your ass. We're gonna wrestle five times, and then you're gonna get a title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, good luck, Chuck. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professional wrestling's Dane Cook. So. <laughs> Perfect. Um. No, I mean, yeah, I totally get your point. It seems just like Black was just kind of, you know, yeah, right. What do we do now? Well, well, we got Eric Young. Okay, let's we'll have him. Let's have him beat Eric Young in like three minutes. Okay, right. and then have him make threats again. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um. But I don't know. See how it plays out. Maybe there's something big that's going to happen right around the corner and yeah but so far not feeling it huh? no because i mean you know i think the the true like hardcore wrestling fans are are into alistair black you know from even before he came to wwe and then obviously when he was in nxt and even now um and I think he's getting a new following, too. You know, the people that exclusively watch mainstream wrestling are like, who's this guy? Cool. He's really cool. He's got good matches and he's got great music and whatever. So he's gaining a, a fan base. But 
you're losing that momentum when you just drop them off of stuff. So it's going to be when you find the right, quote unquote, the right program for him to, to fit into, it might be too late. You might have lost that steam that you built up. Do you think they might not want to, quote unquote, overexpose them too much? That way they don't have fans tire of them? Could be. Yeah. So they, they're given, you know, they're not giving you all of Alistair Black every week. You know, they're picking their spots to give you all of Alistair Black. So when you do see that, fans are, you know, super stoked for it. But see, even he can still be involved in a program and not be overexposed. Just don't have that program on every week. Well, they got to fill up three hours of TV time. Well, they have a roster of 456 wrestlers. I think yeah, they'll be okay. Yeah, who's but actually, who's actually getting over, though, to earn that TV time? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, but I mean, who? how are you finding out who's getting over if you're only using the same 12 guys? Maybe they feel that those same 12 guys are the ones who are only getting over. But you wouldn't know any other way. No. Oh. Fans' reaction. Yeah, but again, numbers, still numbers, the, but it's TV still the numbers, same, possibly. It's still the same roster, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously they like what's EC3 doing? Sitting at home collecting hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the rap revival doing? trying to get out of their like $500,000 a year thing. Yeah, which is actually they, they really need to learn how to shut up. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like you're almost done. You know, have you learned nothing from John Moxley? He was unhappy Don't for Don't jinx it. Don't jinx right, it. Right. Unhappy for a year. And so he was like, I'm just going to wait until it's over and then I'll be free. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep asking for their release and, and causing a, a, a ruckus, then they'll get time added on. Yeah. Well, they can't do that just because they're causing a ruckus, right? Well, so, um, uh, I know that like, uh, one of them was injured for like X amount of days. Right. So after their contract ends, they still have to make up those days. He right. was out injured to even out yep. there. Uh, well, that's what I was going to get at. Yeah, both of them have been in, in injured, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. So, I, I mean, technically, they have the right to add on that time that they missed. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, God, if they're not happy, then hopefully they get to a spot where they can leave and do something else where they might be happy. Yeah. So... Yep, and I think everybody knows that that is AEW, where they want to go. MLW. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. CZW? Hey, maybe I'll come out of retirement for that one. Oh. I'll come out just to take a spine buster real quick, or the shatter machine. Yeah. Nobody knows what you're talking about right now. The shatter machine? Yeah. Except maybe Dynamo. (laughs) I'll come out of retirement just to take Mega Man's Sh- Revenge. Shatter the Shatter Machine versus Mega Man's Revenge. There you go. Yeah. Book it. Do it. That sounds like a video game. <laughs> uh, Speaking of video um, games, what's your worst of week? <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> uh like you, I really really had to kind of reach to find something that I really didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with, hmm, and this is just like minor. This is more of just like a presentation of um, a couple of people, but what was it? Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle writing down in a golf cart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could see that on maybe like Monday Night Raw. 
possibly, but I just don't. I don't think that's the right way to present them. Yeah. I mean, and you're probably doing it for fun, and it's yeah. just like goofy. But you know, when I think of NXT, though, I don't think of goofy shenanigans like that. Yeah, but what, what I, do you I think of? leave something like that for month. I think of wrestling. Okay. Like good storytelling. I don't think of you know, Monday Night Raw bleeding into Wednesday night, and then <laughs> now we've got the Broseroids riding a golf cart. Yeah, but Matt you Riddle, know. you know, he's kind of that happy-go-lucky, chill, you know. He's probably too stoned to even drive that golf That's cart. That's true. <laughs> he's on something. He shouldn't be driving that golf cart. And Pete Dunne, I, that, that just doesn't fit his character. Well, I mean, you I saw think. he was kind of sitting there with a frown on his face the whole time, so... I suppose that works. Like, uh, it was just, like I said, it's not that big of a deal. It was just, you know, more of a presentation issue. Yeah. With them. So, you know, like I said, I like NXT, NXT when it's not goofy, you know, serious wrestling, like good storylines, not, you know, Vince McMahon poking his head in and putting Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle in a golf cart. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, I I mean, I but, don't disagree necessarily. Yeah. Um Do you see Mama Storm this week on Power? Oh yeah, that's right. You didn't watch Power. I completely forgot. <sighs> <laughs> the alleged Mama Storm made an appearance on oh, Power. Oh, see, I started watching Power and then it was like, yeah. Oh, welcome my first guest, Tim Storm. <clears throat> and yep. it, it, it had nothing to do with Tim Storm as to why I shut it off. I just, I had to shut it off at that time. And I was like, so I assume I was very close to seeing it. Yes. It was in that segment. Ah. Um, one of the, one of the wild cards came out with Camille. Okay. And then, um, you know, they were doing a promo back and forth. And then, um, uh, I forget the guy's name who was, um, conducting the interview, but he got like, a message in his earphone he's like really really you know and then he's like oh tim you didn't tell us and tim's like what what are you talking about and out comes this guy dressed as you know like an 80 year old lady with like the long blue old lady dress on and like the gray wig yeah. and the glasses and just you know mama storm you know and basically telling him oh Tim gets angry when he's hungry. Have you been eating, Tim? Are you hungry? Did you eat dinner today? Is that why you're angry? And, you know, doing that whole shtick. So that was kind of funny. But then, I don't know, that was kind of a little sour for me. Yeah, too. I gotcha. Yeah. So that kind of felt very Vince McMahon-like. Yeah, that's, in that's a way. pretty uh, old school. Yeah. Well, not old school, but just kind of like, the goofy kind of yeah the goofiness of it yeah just a little bit i mean which it's fine to have a little bit of goofiness in wrestling but i mean some you know sometimes he goes a little too far <coughs> golf cart right now um but <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but yeah that's what i got all right well yeah hard to argue with that i mean i especially can't really say much about power just obviously i did not catch it this week unfortunately i'm a little behind i apologize well you and me both well you have a better reason than i do (laughs) you're out (laughs) saving the world and stopping you know crime and stuff and one flat tire at a time (laughs) yep (laughs) saved all those kids from that burning bus yep and then i had to change the flat tire on the bus (laughs) Yeah, even though even though the bus was undrivable at that point, that tire was it flat. Still and it had a changed. flat. As soon as the fire department put out that fire on that bus, I got in there quick as lightning, changed that tire, and then I bought all the kids McDonald's afterwards. <laughs> oh man, perfect! They loved they loved me. Yeah, they did. Billions <laughs> served. <laughs> And 25 saved. <laughs> there you go. That's the headline. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Detroit Free Press. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, well, I any guess. Any other thoughts? You know Anything what? else you want to put out there? I do. Um, since we have a little extra time, I am going to, um, I guess, look ahead to a few things. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, apparently, Goldberg is making his return on SmackDown tomorrow. Yes. Or um, something for Saudi Arabia? Of course. Those Saudis yes. love them some Goldberg. <laughs> um, Goldberg loves them Saudis, too. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> Billy boy. Oh, that reminds me. We didn't talk about uh, Ricochet. We did not. Lesnar at Saudi. He, you know, if it was any other show, if it wasn't in Saudi Arabia, I would... I would predict that Ricochet wins. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't think <laughs> no. I could. I don't think I could. That's my Vince McMahon no. Like, no. If it was a non-title match, I would. But. I am would happen to possibly agree with you a little bit more mm-hmm. if it was a non-title match, possibly with some shenanigans going on, poss- yeah. maybe. But. Not with the title on the line. Yeah. Not yet. So, yeah, but that that's cool. I I mean, that's super awesome for him. I mean, can you... Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Regardless of what the result is going to be, whether it's a quick F5 and it's over or a 15-minute barn burner, the fact that he's in that position at all is so awesome. I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's just ecstatic right now oh yeah thought just yeah he's definitely uh in in a lot of people's favor which is great um i just hope it translates to long-term success also right um but yeah goldberg so he'll be there um (laughs) he'll be there uh it's rumored i heard a rumor Undertaker and Goldberg again. Really? Is that what you uh, heard? Saudi Arabia. That's that's on the rumor mill. So, uh, someone to possibly make up for their last match they had in Saudi Arabia. Interesting. I would actually mm-hmm. like that better than the rumor I heard. What was the rumor you heard? Bray Wyatt. Nah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's same. I don't like that. That would be bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, if that is the case with Undertaker and Goldberg, hopefully they will have a better outing Yeah, this time and not get hurt like they did. Totally. You know, at the last Saudi Arabia event, which, you know, totally derailed their match. A lot of other people were saying Big E, because uh, Big e, I guess Big E has requested that match before, Big E and uh, Goldberg. Um, mm-hmm. That would be great to see, but I don't. I mean, you have to think about Saudi Arabia. You have to think about, I mean, it's basically. They're throwing out the big money to have big matches. Well, in, in, in matches that they recognize, you know, not that they yeah. don't recognize Big E, but that's not what they know Big E for. They know him as part of New Day, you know, so he's not going to be in a singles match. That just doesn't make sense for them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's got to be a big name like Undertaker or. Triple H. I mean, you just never know. Yeah. Honestly, like, thinking about it, like, Undertaker makes the most sense at this point. Yep, I agree. I I try to think of anybody else who they could put in there with Goldberg, and it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right, or it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. No. So, but we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. That is uh, all that I believe I have, sir. Anything that you'd like to look ahead to? Uh, Well, did we did anybody write us? I saw no. that there's a tweet <laughs> sent out. <laughs> I think you know. uh, the issue is uh, when we say send us a message, um, our audience tends to skew a little older, and I think that they are handwriting and mailing us letters. Oh, so you're saying that we, in the next two weeks, we are going to have a lot of buckets of letters addressed to us. Yeah. How do they get our address? I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't need it. We don't need to figure that out right now. Yeah. As long as they have it, Wiki I'm fine leaks. with that. So. <laughs> ah, yeah. WikiLeaks. That's, They've got everybody's yeah. address. Facial scanning, yeah. CIA, all of it. <laughs> uh, um, No, I don't really have anything else to address. I think. Um, oh, possibly in the future episode. No. Am I gonna spoil this? <laughs> okay, never mind. Screw all of you then. You're not gonna yeah, know. Good luck to you, suckers. <laughs> yep, I'm not gonna say anything now. But um, no, we're gonna do something. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna talk about it without spoiling it. But oh, we're gonna try to do something in the future the soon. Worst. Yeah, that will no. hopefully Freak work out. out in our favor. And yeah, Freak you out, man. Um, that will hopefully work out in our favor and. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it because I know we will enjoy doing yeah. it. So, yeah, stay tuned. Well, with that said, uh, well, let's close close up shop. Let's uh, turn the sign over and shut the lights off. Close the drive through. Close the drive through. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, fun episode. I liked See. it. See, si, Senorita, um, Mr. Gray. Yeah. Where can they find us at? Yeah. Uh, if you are of the younger generation and you have access to the interwebs, uh, if you'd like to interact with us whatsoever, uh, tweet at us, like the stuff we're talking about, whatever. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at QuickPainPod. We also have a website, QuickPainPod.com. Go check it out. Please do, and... As much as we appreciate all the handwritten letters that are going to be coming our way, so much. You know, yeah. You use um, use that email thing. Yeah, that, that new, works too. It's new. It's new. It's, yeah, it's, it might be easier on your carpal tunnel. True. Or arthritis. Yep. So, don't forget about that. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Bye.